This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Uh, we love a Sunday special because they're special and because they're kind of bite sized versions of this show. And what could make this a more special episode than a very special guest? I'm going to say special 7,000 times. <laughs> Taylor Tomlinson, thank you for coming on with us. Thanks for having me, guys. I got so excited. My first thing when I got on was like, thank God there's no video. And you guys were like, there's some video. <laughs> there's a little video. There's a little video. Sorry to disappoint. You know. uh, so if you're watching the video, sorry. <laughs> there's nothing to apologize about. It's great to see you. The special, which again, my 18,000th time saying the word special. The special is out on Netflix right now. Everyone needs to go and watch it. Um, I, I know it's hilarious because you're hilarious and I love watching you on stage, Taylor. I'm, uh, th- it's called Look at You. It's your second Netflix special. How exciting is that? It's very exciting. I mean, I don't know. You know, like anytime anything comes out, you're just like, is this trash? Like you just watch it so many times. <laughs> you're like, is this garbage? Even yeah. if you initially felt good about it. So I'm I'm in that stage now where I'm like, is this terrible? And everybody's going to see it. So I'm I'm very nervous about it. But I am excited to just have it have it out. <laughs> well, it's also it's like it's like almost like you're bracing for a wave that's about to hit you and you don't know yes. what's in that wave. There's going to be a lot of compliments. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll compliment you right now. You're amazing and hilarious. And everyone listening to this show is going to love this special. So make it a date night, make it a couch, you know, you know, dim the lights and put on Taylor special immediately or whenever you have like a time for it. But, um, I, I you know, with the good stuff, you know, there's going to be the trolls and the asshole and you're kind of just like wincing, waiting for this thing to hit you because it's not even out yet. And we're taping this before it comes out. So when it comes out, it will right. be almost, I would assume a relief. Yeah. Jared's purely speculating here on whether or <laughs> yes. not it's good. Like really selling the idea of it being good, which I really well, appreciate. I've seen you on stage. I know, I know you. So I, I'm, I'm confident. I, 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 I know what I'm talking about here. Well, I mean, you just did the tonight show. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you felt the same way with that where leading up to it, you're like, I'm excited to do it, but. Well, it tapes at five. And then yeah. you do it, and then there's this weird area between 5 p.m. And this is where you are. The area yeah. between 5 p.m. and 11, you know, 12, 15 a.m., where all you can think about is the worst commentary that will come back to you. And 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 really, it's going to be great. You know, yeah. and you know it. And it was great. Don't you feel like it would have been awesome to live in, like, a time where, like, if someone wanted to say something negative about, like, anything you were doing, they had to write you a letter? and like mail it yeah. to like someone else who would read through it like you were you were shielded from all those things th- you know i think we have to honor those letter writers like we didn't i i don't think they got people used to be like oh what are you crazy person writing a letter to a network and it's like now you're like wow you had a lot of energy for your anger like you were really upset 
If you got a negative comment in a letter, they really hated whatever you did. <laughs> like they bought stamps. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. When I was cleaning out my, my grandma after she uh, passed away, we were like cleaning out her house and I came across all these letters, she, like handwritten letters she wrote to Volkswagen about Come like, on. like copies of letters she wrote about like, you know, like you employed a Nazi and like all this. Like she had like, she had them and she sent them to like every German company she could figure out. But I was just kind of like, oh my God, if you had the internet, like you would be one of those people that I blocked. Like right. yeah. you're a li- <laughs> be on Yelp every day. Seriously. Yeah. Wonder. But I'm sure it's gonna be great. The, the trailer was hysterical. What are like the, the, what would you say like are like the themes of, of this special? Oh, God. I mean, the reason I picked that joke for the trailer is because a lot of it is like mental health stuff. And then like I have a bunch of jokes about like losing a parent young. And then like it's a lot of like dating and relationship things. But you do have to get through the mental health stuff in the first half, which is the stuff I was really excited to talk about. And I felt like I couldn't get into in the first special quarter life crisis because the first one I just wanted to be more like. God, your 20s suck. Like, I just wanted it to be just kind of the same through the whole thing. And I think there's like one joke in there about my dad telling me to go ahead and kill myself, which was like a trailer <laughs> for this one. It was just like a little, hey, if you like this part, you'll probably like the next one. So this one's like definitely darker and more personal, but I, I am really proud of it. And I think there's uh, just as many, if not more punchlines in it. But yeah, it's it's, I think mainly mental health, like therapy, and like relationship and sex jokes, essentially. Sounds perfect for this audience, guys. If you of haven't course. so if you haven't already seen it on, on Netflix, go watch it right after this episode. Yeah, absolutely. And do you know, topic of mental health, do you think like are you gonna get are are you are you gonna enter a new world of audience, you think? Are you gonna have like the mental health, are you coming at the mental health people? Are you giving a new view on it? Is, does, is there a mental health, you know, prof- you know, not professional, but like spokesperson out there that you roll your eyes at? Is, is, is that part of this? Is this like a feedback to that? Oh, no, it's me making fun of my own, I think. It's like me mm. talking about my own journey with stuff over the last couple years. I, I'm mm-hmm. not good at like commentary on other people's situations. Like I <laughs> wish I was more like... I don't know, political or like social commentary. It's all it's all my own experiences because I don't feel like I am intelligent enough to comment on other people's or interpret them in any way that's interesting. I'm like, here's what I'm dealing with. And I found that over the years, like the stuff you think is so weird about you and so specific, like that's the stuff that people end up relating to anyway. Like when I did Quarter Life, I was like, everybody's having fun in their 20s. Like literally everybody's enjoying it and I'm just a loser. And then when I started doing jokes about it, I had so many people coming up to me after shows, like both older and at that age who were like, oh my God, it's the fucking worst. So <laughs> I think that's been the same situation with these jokes where it's like my own mental health journey, said the whitest woman you've ever met. <laughs> um, that people like, you know, whether or not they had the same experiences or dealing with the same stuff, they can relate to it. Cause like, I think like especially Gen Z is like so self-aware with mm. mental health issues. They're very into therapy. I feel like that's yeah, like very they're like therapy. the therapy generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. millennials too. Like I think how our parents were, where it was just like 
okay, just like get over it. You're fine. Just like choose to be happy. Mm. I don't think that's really a thing anymore. So I don't think, get you know, like fresh you air. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. You're like, have you gotten sun on your face? Which does help. Yeah. But you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need some prescription. Um, but yeah, like anxiety and depression used to be super weird to talk about when I was a kid. And now it's like so normal. Now, if you don't have anxiety and depression, it's like, are you even alive? Like, yeah. <laughs> are you breathing on earth? Yeah. yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence Multi Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence Multi Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarence has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarence Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarence.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Can we ask, just because we are dating and relationship advice, what is your relationship status at the moment? I am single right now. Single. single. Are you apps in real life? How are we meeting people? Are we trying to meet people? Um, do you just send them the special and just be like, hey, this is everything you need to know about me? Um, this is it. B- by the way, I talk about mental health for a half hour on a special. You I know, know honestly. <laughs> um, like, we'll rec- we're recording this beforehand, so we'll see. I-, I don't know. The apps are weird. Like, because Jordana, you're married, right? Yes, recently. Yes, okay, yeah. brag. And then Jared, are yes. you on apps? Yes, <laughs> yes, and- uh, uh, yes. Yes. Um, Jordana waves her wing uh, for 20 minutes. Um, the, the, um, um, I am not on apps, but I'm single. So I'm, I'm, I had to delete. I got to imagine 
I mean, you are out there. You know, you you're a. But it's different for a woman comic. It's like it's so different. Like you deal with like I'm sure the worst type of. Do- oh, I'm funny. I'm sure that's part of Ugh, it. I'm sure. Well, the times that I've been on apps, I usually don't last longer than like a week, and it, I usually don't put my job on it. Which I don't know if that's smart or not, but I'm just like, ugh, I don't. You don't know. do that either, right, Jared? Right. I used to not put I when I back in the day I never put ca- comedian never ever ever, and then this time around I put pictures of me on stage. Oh. And that was a change, and I don't know if it was good or bad. I don't know. I yeah. I, I was gonna I say, especially sure with was... this podcast, you just get like recognized all the time on those. Well, yeah, I think with the podcast, yeah, yeah, it was, I was (laughs) getting recognized. And then also like, also with the podcast, like, you know, we're talking about dating stuff. Like, yeah, just like you said, uh, we talk, you know, Jordana and I talk about our personal experiences with dating and relationships, our anxieties, our vulnerabilities. And then we're, we're not saying we're experts. So when you talk about mental health on stage and you talk about yourself, like this is just me, you know? And so Sometimes if you're on a dating app with a dating podcast, it's like, it's gonna, are you going to talk about me? It's like, I know, but kind of, you know, right, like I'm going to talk right. about me. Well, I'm not, it's like, I'm not going to say your name. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, dec- that's a good way to get listeners for this. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> even with, I remember. Even with dating, even with, mentioned. Even with Betches and the blog, they'd be like, well, you're going to yeah. write about me. I'm like, what makes you think that you were interesting enough that I'm going to like, like, <laughs> What do you have planned that like you think is going to be interesting enough that you're going to make it to yeah. my, like, my set or my blog or my whatever? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you like get people pretending they don't know, which is weird because you're like, mm, okay, like you're acting like you don't know, but you also follow me on Instagram already. Like too like, cool? The two yeah, cools? Yeah, too cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's a little, I don't know. It's uncomfortable. I went on a date once a while ago uh, where it was actually, it was actually fine the way he did it, but I met somebody that I thought had no idea who I was or what I did, who I was. That sounds so douchey. Had no idea what I did. And then like we went out and like three quarters of the way through the day, he's very, very nice. Um, And (laughs) three quarters of the way through, he's like, He's like, well, he's like, I'll be honest. I used to watch laughs on Fox, which is like this like terrible stand up clip show that I hosted when like when I was like 21. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like I was so horrified. Um, And luckily it was someone very nice that, you know, was lovely. But it's just you just don't know. And then they have all this like information about you beforehand that you don't have. And you don't know how people I don't know it's just weird well on that subject are you getting dm slides yeah but it's like you know you're never the dm slide is weird too because you know they're you're like why are you dm sliding like there's this no is a good yeah I think that's a great point because Jared we talk about Brooke girls sliding into your dms all the time and I mm-hmm. think it's like less creepy than on the female side because like you yeah, were like absolutely. down to like have sex with probably like a nice looking person in your DMs. Whereas like if you're not just like, oh, I need to be like finding someone to have, not finding someone. To, I just feel like there's like a creepier essence. Like if a guy is sliding into your DMs, it's more like sex first, I would imagine. Um, No, I get a lot of people like, I mean, as far as just like 
regular people go, you'll get a lot of people like, hey, when you're in my city, would love to like take you out. And you're like, why would I go out with someone in Arkansas? <laughs> like, why would I do that? You know, and then, yeah, you get like crazy people. You never people. know. You, you never, never know, know, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like crazy people who are like, here's a poem. Like, it's just like. Right. Well, they you can know. murder you. That's the other thing. It's like, right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. a spectrum. I, yeah. I have no fear of murder with my DMs. And that's right. probably stupid, right. but that's also that's my sexist. manly privilege. That's sexist. We I, murder I, yeah, too. I, I, <laughs> your murders are just like over time and <laughs> via poison over in my meals and when I'm 80 or something. But I'm, <laughs> I, I, I know that that's not the first thing on my mind. I'm sure protection, you know, you have to protect yourself. With any guy coming in, it's like, I can imagine. Yeah, that's right. horrible. Or if, yeah. if you ever, like, reject someone that they come back and say something, like, really mean to you, I feel like men are more likely to do that. The men who slide into DMs are probably more likely to do that. Than yeah, me. I mean, I'm not responding to those. You just don't respond. <laughs> right. You just sort of like, this is in the other folder for a reason. Right. So and you know, requests so you, folder. <laughs> yeah. So you're not on any apps and just kind of... Are you looking to be no. fixed up? I was for a minute. I was for a minute. I, no, I don't know. It would, if it was like a close friend of mine, maybe. Yeah. But like, when your close friends are like married and happy, they don't really like hang out with a bunch of single people anymore. I feel like. Mm. Maybe I'm just, maybe well, they I'm hang, just... They hang out with relationship people, but you know, I, I guess, I don't know. I hung out with like a... Uh, married friends of mine last night and it was just like nice to be around them because I'm like oh this is what it should feel like yeah like, I think it's nice to check in like I like hanging out with Jordana and Mike because you you're around them you go oh this is a fun time with no no one's on audition here and sometimes right. I think when you're single you go on enough dates or you're in enough interactions where it's always like this like what do you think about me? What do I think about you? What do we, you know, like at all times and it's like it's nice to check in with that part of your brain I think I don't know yeah. No, that's usually who I hang. I'm never like, I don't know. I don't, I don't do well with like dating. Like, so I'll do like a dating app for like a few days and I'll go on like one date and then I'll just like delete it. Cause I'm like, this was so much energy. Uh, yeah. Like meeting new it's people like, is so hard. You download it on a Sunday and then by like Wednesday it's, you're just, I don't, what am I doing here? Yeah. You're literally like, this enough. is so much. Like my last two relationships were like, people who who did like the dm slide like that was what they have so i'm like okay maybe if someone i kind of know that i know isn't gonna murder me slides into the dms <laughs> we'll do that we'll entertain that but i'm not right. like just entertaining randos in the dms that's like not a thing that i'm no. gonna do would you be more into like a com another comedian or is it like more like you like someone on a di in a different uh field Cause like, uh, this is your I think thing. in a different field I've done, I've done the comedian thing and I think it's just tough. I think it's a tough, I think there's only so many times you can do that also as a comedian, like it's a small world. So right. I think like once you, once you like date one or two, you're like, I think that was my limit. Like, I don't think I can keep, <laughs> I don't think I can keep swimming in this pool here, you know? Yeah. Cause you all well, know each other. It's like, yeah. dating, friend like a friend of a yeah. friend of a friend and there's awkwardness yeah. I guess in that but it's all in and, and then also like I would imagine I've never dated a comic but I would imagine it's hard to not you know every conversation like sometimes you just want to get away from comedy podcasting you know you want to break let me hear about your life you know like right let me hear about the office culture and let me 
talk about things that have nothing to do with me because I would assume let me, with a comic, everything kind of comes back to you because we're all narcissists and all that shit. Let me hear about your normie life. Right. <laughs> so condescending. We're like, I just want to hear about the water cooler gossip. Yeah. I just right. want to be normal. Tell no, me what I mean, it's, it's like to take the subway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a weird, being a comedian is so weird that I think like, I think dating another comedian is really nice because it's someone else who gets it. Mm. Like in that way, I think it's very, um, like that's very appealing about it because it is such a strange lifestyle and you have such weird hours where like somebody who has the office job stories is not going to have those hours. Um, so I don't know. Cause a lot of people ask me that they're like, well, what's like the ideal job you'd want to be with? And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of don't know. What if you were like dentist? It's like, like even like, dent- dentist even gets up early. I think like what, like what, what do you want, Jared? Are you looking for like the, like, are you on a secretary who can kind of just move into handling your merch? <laughs> what's the ideal situation? Assistant. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a personal assistant slash uh, <laughs> wife. That's my next. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what job would you want to have? It's a, it's a weird question. I, I think that's like one of those that like it'd be tough for a man to answer. Well, I, don't know. I, th- like, I think I'm not to answer. I'm going to tell you what kind of job Jared, Jared wants someone oh, please. who's into their work, their own work, yes. whatever. I, th- I don't think you care so much about what the job is as long as the person is like into it and has a lot of their own stuff going on. Because I feel like I, you you do you do a lot of work stuff and you travel a lot and you want someone who's going to be a little bit less like, where are you? Like, are you like I, you know, don't go. And like mo- someone a little bit more. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. Pa- passion and um, I would say passion and um, like, bi- you know, like uh, I like there's this like weird rumor that like men are intimidated by women with big careers. And I'm like the total opposite. I'm like, love that. Get that bread. Do you I'll think that's true? House Taylor? husband. Do you ha- do you have that? Are people you want to be a house husband? I would, I will, I am, I will take a sugar mama any day. I want like doctor slash lawyer slash CEO slash whatever. I, I'm into that. that that's I don't think you know what a house husband is. House husband can't <laughs> leave Thursday through Sunday. Oh, no. Okay. That's well, I, wanna... a, I think house husband's home <laughs> so you can go be gone all I the time. Yeah. Mm. I don't think you're being a house. I think you mean retired. Yeah. yeah not maybe that's like, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I want to be yeah, a house yeah. husband, but I'm not going to clean the house or take care of the kids. No. I'm just going to play I'll... golf and yeah. um, watch The Bachelor. That's retirement. <laughs> that's not house Scream husband. at The Bachelor. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, do you get guys that are, do you feel are intimidated by, you know, you're successful, you're killing it? I don't know. Any of that? I don't know. I I have no idea. Like, that's, that's like something your friends say where they're like... Mm. Yeah, I mean, I watched uh, Ali Wong's new special. Did you guys watch that? I've seen her other I ones. Seen I haven't gotten a chance to watch okay. the new one yet. But she she's does so like funny. a whole. Yeah, she's so funny. She has like a whole bit about like, which I've seen people talk about this too. So I think it is like a thing. How like as you get more successful as a woman, like your options dwindle, and it's not like what it is for like successful men. And I don't. I I hope that's not true. But also, I think, like, anybody who's super successful in whatever they do could be intimidating to certain people, like, yeah, the right. wrong people. Like, I think yeah. I think if 
if another person is intimidated by the fact that you're doing well in your career, they're probably insecure about how they're doing in their career, regardless right. of gender or orientation or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that's, but I do, I have heard a lot of people say that about like heterosexual mm-hmm. relationships is that like, it's easy for men to feel emasculated uh, if like the woman is doing better or something or making way more money. I feel like there are more like men who are willing to date down in, I'm not saying I'm saying, and by date down, I just mean like date people who are less like into their careers than women. I feel like if you, if you're doing that, you probably value that too. And you're less, I, I think you're more likely to find that attractive than the same amount of men. Not that no one does, but I think that like most women like to like date across success wise or up. A lot yeah. I think, I think straight men are, are kind of like, who's just going to be nice to me and hot <laughs> yeah. and, and home when I'm home. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And if How'd she you likes know? her That's job, my Bumble cool. profile. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that. Summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
Do we want to do the email, Jordana? You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. I'll read the email. Go for it. Hi, J&J. Love, love, love the podcast. Thanks for always making me giggle and providing an excellent shelf for my brain multiple times a week. We love a gig. There you go. <laughs> and Jared, both my parents grew up in Needham and my grandfather still lives there. Oh nice. my God, Grandpa Joe! No, now, okay. now you have somewhere, to, Jared. Now you have somewhere to stay when you go home. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I needed a place. Good. I'll I'll be at the next Needham Wellesley game on Thanksgiving with your grandpa. I have a recent dating situation that left me feeling overall frustrated. I'm a 35 year old female who is active on the apps. I've gone on a lot of dates over the years and have had several situationships slash three monthers and have had a couple serious relationships, though nothing serious in the last five years. I've recently had a few experiences that have left me frustrated and feeling like men cannot plan dates to save their lives. For context, I'm in Boston and recently started talking to a guy on Bumble. Conversation was going well and we exchanged numbers and started to text. He asked me out but kept it vague, saying, we should plan a date. Love those. I'm not one to sit back and wait. So after he kept texting and not making a plan for a date, I told him, if you'd like to grab a drink, I'm free Tuesday. He agreed and said he'd pick a place and get back to me. The next day, the day we were supposed to meet, after asking where I lived so he could pick a place convenient for me, he suggested a restaurant that was pretty far from me, 30-minute Uber or one hour on the train, and very close to him. When I asked if we could pick a spot a little more in the middle for both of us, he said sure and suggested a takeout Mexican place, like an authentic Chipotle, closest, <laughs> close to his first suggestion. The kicker. It's an oxymoron. Right? I, th- <laughs> I think I know where he suggested, and it's pretty good, but Dos not Toros? a spot. No, <laughs> I bet you it's Anna's Taqueria and uh, if they're in the Boston area, because that is, I mean, it's delicious. We used to go there during high school lunch, but not okay. a date spot. Well, high school lunch. That's where you want your date to be. <laughs> Mo's, I'd love South, to go here. We Mo's. used to go here for high school lunch. <laughs> it's my high school cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. That's where I used to go for high school lunch. The kicker. Anna's Taqueria is pretty good, though. Good, <laughs> the, the super burrito really crushes it okay the kicker hey want to split a super burrito oh, oh my okay. god sorry hot the kicker that place didn't even serve alcohol oh my god i'm not <gasps> against tacos on a first date but can i at least get a corona too when he suggested it he said let me know if this works for the location if not i can pick another location or you can suggest a place i asked him if he realized that place didn't serve alcohol and suggested a bar in the middle of both of our places he then ghosted me Ghost aside, is it too much to ask that a guy puts a little bit of effort into making a plan? I relate so much when Jared says on the podcast that guys have it easy. They just have to make a plan. Honestly, as our plan was falling apart, I kept thinking how less and less attractive he was seeming to me. Women like plans and men like blowjobs. Why are men in their 30s still not able to just pick a reasonable bar or restaurant in a suitable location for both parties? It really isn't difficult. I don't think my bar is bar is high here and for the record i like giving blowjobs so it's his loss <laughs> thanks for all the laughs my side of the street is clean okay <laughs> i love this email i think it's great taylor what do you think any thoughts oh i totally agree i think like i think it's both i think like if the guy plans the first one like you plan the second one like everybody should be an adult who can make plans here but it's mm. super unattractive when people are just vague about it or they're like, yeah, let's hang out. And then you like come over and watch something and you're like, oh, I was kind of thinking we'd go outside because I don't know you. Right. We just keep yeah. coming back. Why to the don't you come thing. here and we can order dinner and watch a movie? Like, no, I don't yeah. know you. I don't want to 
don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. But if you're like upfront about that, usually if someone really likes you, they'll be accommodating, I think. If you're like, hey, like this didn't feel great. Like I wanted you to plan something or I thought you were going to plan something and it ended up just us meeting up and not really knowing what to do. And that didn't feel great to me. And if they're not interested, they won't get it or they'll ghost or they'll be like, all right, I disagree. And if they are really interested, which is what you want, they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me fix that next time. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I think I I, I would give this email is like very relatable, I'm sure, to a lot of the female listeners. And I would I, I think what you just said, Taylor, is like a, a good thing for people to practice. That didn't feel great to me. That's okay to admit. And I think the languaging of this person's email is her problem. Um, mm. She wrote, um, why are men in their 30s still not able to just pick a reasonable bar? That is a perspective that she should leave behind. It's not that they're not able. It's that they aren't and don't and you don't like them. You know, the, yeah. the idea to describe it as not able is crazy. He was able to download right. the app. He was able to talk to you. He was able to talk to you for long enough and relatable enough to want to set a date with him. So he was able to do all those things, and then he became unable. Um, I don't care for why someone's not able. There's many reasons. It could be he wants to fuck. It could be that he's um, hasn't learned these things yet, but he is able. So I think like... If you start talking, like I wrote, stop saying he's not able and start saying he doesn't want to. And then the problem I have is it gets in that topic, and I want to ask both of you guys, the, 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 the line, if he wanted to, he would. I don't like that line. I think that line is not very empowering. But in this scenario, like, what do you, well, you know, how, well, what do you think I'm saying? You're, you're saying it's not empowering. But it's kind of like it's sort of like in a way to assess the situation. No. Well, I, I, I don't think it's empowering because I don't think any I mean, I'll just say like no guy thinks that way. Guys think, you know, in, you know, not not to be like think like a man, but I'm kind of saying that like it, 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 if it don't make me hard, I don't go far. You know, like that would be the, the guys. That would saying, be your book you title. Know? That's so much yeah, worse. It's so, so much worse than if he wanted to, he would. <laughs> but uh, but that's the male side of it. If I if I if I ain't if I ain't into this, I ain't doing this. Then why so why I, have to I, it though? Why like say well, like let's say let's plan a date? Like why even why not even just like not even say that? Here's the problem is that a lot of these apps are men feeling people out for situations they're looking for as opposed to people they're looking for. So if he's sitting here being like, hey, so what are you thinking for tonight? Like when someone asks you on a dating app, like Jordana, we've talked about this before. Like when someone says like, what are you doing on here? Well, what the right. fuck do you think I'm doing on here? I'm on a dating app to date. But he's really asking, you know, tell me the things I want to hear so I know I'm getting into a situation that I am looking for. So right. it's like the same for this. Like, what are you looking for this Thursday? And she's like, um, a fucking date that you planned. But he's getting you to talk. Like, you know, the best the best negotiators say very little. You know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I could see how it would be frustrating because she's saying I think it's not just about this guy, right? I get she's the frustration. Like, she's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I could see where it's like it feels like tiring to weed to, to like 
have all these conversations on the apps and then like it you have all these people being like we should hang out and there's just kind of like there's just because there's so much like vague space in the apps for it's like like am i talking to a lot of people or am i actually talking to no one like yeah should i be like should I and I'm sure you felt this way too it's like should I go on the date even though I don't really want to and this person doesn't seem that exciting or like maybe they're way better in person I'll potentially lose out on this whole thing maybe you know and then in the back of your head you're like maybe I should just go to the uh, Chipotle like maybe right. maybe I'm being too picky maybe I should just swing by but you love guacamole. Right. You know? yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I feel like you, all these dating things are like conversations you're having in your own head of like, is this a standard or am I being like uncompromising? And and, yeah. and, and the other problem is you have these friends. The, the, the people who speak up are the people whose story is the least relatable. If I found like instead of like, you know, when people go... No, I met I met Robert at Chipotle and he didn't know how to plan a date and now we're married and seven kids and things are great. And it's like no one ever speak, you know, that's a very less likely scenario than hey, we went on date 1, day 2, day 3 and we got along and everything else kind of figured itself out. I kind of disagree with that. I think you okay. get like half and half. I have a lot of friends who are like with their person for a long time. And I think it was that. I think it was like date one, date two, date three. And I will talk to them later and they'll be like, oh yeah, no, I mean, I didn't even really want to go. Or I was mm. trying to get over this other person or right. we planned it on a whim or it was last minute or like he started seeing somebody else and then he came back three months later. Like, I think the shitty thing is like, those stories are pretty common. Like we have this idea like, well, that's not what happens all the time. What happens is what's supposed to happen, and it's easy. But I kind of don't think that's true. I think you want that ideal that it's easy and everything worked out. But, I mean, that's what that's what's so hard about paying attention to red flags early on or, like, things that aren't compatible in your lives is you do have all of these other friends who are like, well, you know, we've been together for nine years, and there's this, this, and this, or... We've been together for five years, and when we first started dating, we broke up for a little bit. Like, everybody I know has some hiccup. I, I cannot think of anybody who was just like, yeah, everything was perfect and easy and great. Y yeah, I'm not, I'm not as much saying there's no hiccups. My my point is, like, some people think the hiccup is why they're, will, will pr you know, pr say that the hiccup is why it worked out. You know, they looked at like j your hiccup is someone else's deal breaker and that's fine. Right. And if you're sitting there be, like this person, who's that's writing a and being like, there we go. <laughs> Boom. Merchant all day long. <laughs> no, but, you know, this person where you're at, you're going to a Chipotle, you know, like restaurant and you're like and then you go to your friends and they go, well, our third day was a Chipotle. Like, yeah, but you already got out once. Like right. there's context here. Yeah. And like, you were 22. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's you had no important. money yeah. like it's it's all context well, and i do think that's true what you said about if you wanted to he would not being empowering i think you're right like there isn't a lot of focus on like i didn't like this person i didn't like how they handled this i didn't like that that didn't make me feel good instead of do they oh like i me? guess they just don't yeah. like me and i suck and taking it super personally 
Right. I feel like those are like two different ways of looking at the same situation. One is definitely a lot more empowering. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Here's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, in like Sex in the City and there's the big thing and it's like, and you're kind of like, oh, you keep going back to big. And then like, but then there's this, then at the end they wind up together and he like changes who he is and becomes like totally into her. I feel like there is a sense of like, if you believe too many of those, well, like, well, we had some issues in the beginning or he was like a little distant in the beginning. You wind up sometimes like over investing in these guys who are like never going to be like that. And then you're like kind of trying to make it work with them instead of cutting your losses. So I think yeah. that's sort of the like danger of the idea of like, well, we all have, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like it does, it's not always linear. It's not always winds up perfect. It's like, where's the line between that? And like, I'm beating a dead horse trying to get this person to be become who I want them to be. Right. Yeah. I think that's like what you have to know about yourself is, is he picked a place that was too far from me on our first date enough to deter you? Or are you like, let's see how it goes after this thing that I don't love that didn't go perfectly. It's like, like splitting the bill. Like for some people you're like, ah, God, never again. And then other people are like, that was fine. And that's just part of it. And you're like, I mean, he's split the bill with me on our first one and we're married now with two kids. And you're like, okay, well for me, I didn't like it. Right. (laughs) Well, it's yeah, it's by knowing because, yourself, I think, yeah. and, and like being confident in what actually is a turnoff to you. Totally. And, and I mean, if we look at even the premise of this email, the premise of this email is actually funny now that I'm thinking about it. And it's on that topic where it's like she she tried everything she could to make a good, fun date to like him. And this guy just ghosted it. He was she's trying to work with the thing she's got in front of her. And he's like, ta ta, I'm on to the next one. And she's writing into a podcast like it it shows you the difference of perception. You know, like he's like, oh, you won't go to the Chipotle. Well, goodbye. I'll find someone who will. You know, (laughs) like or like but also for her, the way, way, way to look at it for her is like, great. She suggested something else. He didn't want to do that. He stopped talking to her. Like, how much time did she save? Let's say he yeah. and his he was like a slightly better person and was like, all right, we'll go to the Chipotle near you. Yeah. Um, like, then, she, you know what I mean? That's almost so, worse. Like, yeah, then she's yeah, yeah. like, then she's yeah. wasted a whole evening 
spending time with this At guy who was never who was like trying even who was never going to be like compromising or he's showing you who he is like so soon it's almost you have to almost look at these things that like dating apps is like a benefit like i got to see who someone is like really quick and it didn't work out and i didn't waste a whole month going th- going out with him three times to realize he wouldn't come halfway to me yeah, here's here's totally what agree. I think is going on. I think that she's mad because she was willing to, as you said, compromise and work with it and was like not super feeling it, but was like, well, we'll see. Like, let me just communicate and we'll figure it out. And then he ghosted and she's like, what mm. the fuck? Like, I was not even <laughs> right. I wasn't even that into this. this. I, and now I was I'm entertaining. Rejected? Right. I was entertaining so Chipotle. I've, yes, <laughs> exactly. So I've lowered my, I've lowered the bar. I've lowered my standards and I'm still being rejected. That's you're, you're totally right. That's like yeah. an extra nail in the, in well, the coffin. it should show you, it should show anyone listening. You're right. Anything you feel you are right. You're not giving away good you know, you're not putting away, putting down, you know, you're not giving up on a good hand. You're giving up on a horrible hand that was never going to win for you. Like, I, 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 this person's a perfect example of how many times where you're going, should I, shouldn't I, should I go to the Chipotle? Should I go to the Chipotle? I don't know. Is he even going to pay for guac if he's mentioning a Chipotle? You know, like, and then you get there and you're like, of course I was right. You're usually right. And, and I think people need to start saying, like, I'm right. Like, that's why, like, changing it from are men in their 30s not able to make a plan to, like, he was fucking able. He was very able, you know? And it's a good thing she said she asked that. It's a good thing he didn't come to the Chipotle by her because she would both be disappointed and probably would have wasted a night because if he's ghosting after you're asking to go someplace with a drink, yeah, he clearly wasn't going to be a great date. It's like yeah, a, yeah. you have to look at these things as like a little mini gift and then you didn't have to put on, you didn't have to do your hair to find right. that out. Was this a first date? Yeah, I think it she wasn't said she met, she met him on Bumble. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. it was supposed to be a first date. See, and for me, I'd be like, cool, Chipotle, low stakes. Like if it sucks, <laughs> like that'll be over quick. Like if I go on a first date, I'm like coffee. Like let's you get like coffee. out. Okay. Yeah, you like, you're like, I don't want to go to like a whole thing. Right. What if I don't a like meal them? is like a nightmare. Like, do you want to get yeah, dinner? Yeah, because if you get I've like never dinner, met you, no. Yeah, even if you're like excited about someone, you can get dinner, and you're like, this just didn't, this just didn't work. And even if you're like, well, it was fun, I guess, but it wasn't it. And you're like, I got fucking dinner. Like, I could have had fun at coffee for an hour instead of two. Totally agree. <laughs> well, thank you, Taylor, so much for coming on yeah. the show. Um, I think. I I really like the uh, the the take. It's very I, I like the the po- the thing that you that you pointed out about um, the fact that there are people who meet under non-linear terms because we do think of it. It all has to go the right way. So yeah. I just don't I'm want anybody to like. He, my fear with dating is always that I will, uh, like write someone off for one thing. And then later, like, a friend of mine will go, well, you know, we had that problem. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, you didn't tell me that shit. Like, I used to try to do a joke about this where I'm like, I just found out all my friends are fighting. Like, I didn't I didn't realize, like, everybody was fighting with their partner. Like, I thought it was just people oh, who yeah. weren't right for each other. And then all my married friends were like, oh, no, we fight all the time. And you're like, what? Like, so it's fine? Like, I think that's the <laughs> danger in saying, like. Right. 
you know, if it's not going great, don't overlook it because those are the exceptions, not the rules. But you're like, mm, I mean, a lot of people have weird stuff in the beginning. Well, the, the I would say the difference is those two are they're they're both fighting. You know, right. this person is fighting with themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and that's that's something to maybe look out for. Are you fighting with yourself to make a plan, or are you fighting with someone to to decide on a plan? And it's like that's a very different thing. Right. That's a di- different type of hiccup. I mean, yeah. yeah, there there is the sense of like, okay, I I need to compromise in some ways, or like, yeah, even at, I mean, if, if married people fight, people in relationships fight, or like they're not. There's nothing ever looks as good as and like as great and amazing as it does online or even like when you happen to see someone out like they could seem a lot happier than they already are. I guess it's so it is hard to tell like is this normal? Is this feeling I have normal? Is it like is it bad that we don't see eye to eye on this thing or is this bad that we have a different value here? Um and I guess it just kind of comes down to like every your personal what makes you a match for someone is like your personal threshold for like the annoying shit that they do because everyone does annoying shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's yeah. another T-shirt. Everyone does annoying shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Taylor, exactly. thank you so much for coming on. This was fantastic. Everyone Thanks, go check out guys. the special. You got to go right now. It's on your Netflix just waiting for you. It is a date night. It is a on the couch and I need a laugh night. It is anything you want it to be because Taylor's a fantastic comic and you're all going to love her. So get involved. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. And uh, Jordana, we, we solved dating again. We did it. Proud of us. Another week. Another win. We'll see you Wednesday. Boom. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.